hey, if you're hosting a dinner party, you want everything set up in advance. That's the ideal mode. In certain situations, setups are great. When it comes to claims handling, though, setups aren't so great. And one of the chief ways to set up an insurance company and an adjuster for a bad faith claim is a time limit demand. And let's talk about that for a little bit. Hi, this is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates, and I'd like to welcome you to the Claims Coach Podcast. This podcast delivers tips, tools, and techniques to help great claim and risk professionals get even better at managing their claims, their time, their resources, and their careers. We aim to offer information and inspiration. So one of the ways that plaintiff attorneys and bad faith attorneys attempt to weaponize the claims process is through the skillful use of time limit demands. You know, at the NFL draft each year, Roger Goodell or whoever the NFL commissioner happens to be at the time will come out and say, such and such team is on the clock and the clock starts counting down. That's the time within which the team has to make a decision on what draft pick they're going to make. Similarly, the adjuster is on the clock when there's a time limit demand. So in a very brief cast here today, let me offer five or six tips on handling and trying to defuse the IED of the time limit demand. Whether these demands come from the plaintiff, from the policyholder in terms of a hammer letter, or an excess carrier, uh, which is also known to send hammer letters. Tip number one, reply promptly. Handle time limit demands like a hot potato. Don't let the sun set before answering and acknowledging that demand. Number two, if you need more time, make it clear and communicate and respond. We are not rejecting your demand. However, we need more time to respond to your demand for the following reasons and then explain or itemize or delineate these reasons. So when you respond and you're not accepting the demand, make it clear in the letter, we are not rejecting the demand. That's tip number two. Tip number three, explain why you need more time and request an extension of a certain number of reasonable days. Okay. Explain why you need more time. Do you need to investigate more? Are there certain witnesses you're having difficulty tracking down? Are there certain documents that you're trying to track down and you're making reasonable efforts to get, but you're encountering bureaucratic delay or resistance? Are there factors beyond the adjuster's control that is affecting the timeline of the claim and its progress? Uh, but explain why you need more time and then request a certain number of reasonable days. Now, don't just request a 30-day extension out of habit, you know, um, but uh, there's nothing wrong with asking for additional 30 days, but explain why you need more time. That's tip number three. Number four, if you are successful in getting, say, a 30-day extension, 15-day extension, a 14-day extension, whatever, don't just put the claim file back on top of the stack. Use that time to review and obtain whatever information you need 
to make a fully informed and reasoned decision with regard to the settlement demand and how to respond to it. Number five, make it clear to the party issuing the time limit demand. Here's what we need and here's what we're trying to do to get it. Not only request additional time, but itemize why you need it and what you have been doing and what you are doing in real time to try to get that information. You are creating a record in case this file goes into litigation as a bad faith claim and you want to create a record that you are doing everything you can to investigate, to fact gather, and to be responsive. And number six, the closing tip is in terms of additional information, step back and, and look for what you really need, not just what you want. You know, some skillful attorneys on the plaintiff's side will give you just enough information to whet your appetite and to convey that the claim is serious, but not necessarily enough to document every aspect of the claim. Okay? You, you may know, if somebody is, is paralyzed, if somebody is catastrophic, if they are uh, helicopter lifted from an accident scene with, with multiple injuries uh, and they're hospitalized for months, do you really need a copy of every single medical bill, especially if you've got a low policy limits insured? Okay? Take a look at whether you have enough information and not just what you want in order to pretty up the file, but what do you really need? This is a classic setup situation where the attorney calibrates just enough to convey that the claim is serious, but not necessarily enough to document every single dotting of the I and crossing of the T in the claim. So those are five or six tips on how to handle, how to navigate time limit demands, whether from a plaintiff, from a policyholder trying to get you to settle, or from an excess carrier trying to get you to pony up policy limits, to navigate the rocks and shoals of time limit demands in order to av either avoid a bad faith claim or to make an eventual bad faith claim much more defensible. Okay, so that kind of wraps us up for this week. If you like the content here, please subscribe to the Claims Coach Podcast on iTunes and leave a review. And for any more information on Quinley Risk Associates and my menu of services, please visit me on the web at www.kevinquinley.com. You can connect with me on Twitter. My handle is at ClaimsCoach or connect with me through LinkedIn. So thank you for listening. Good luck with time limit demands and be sure to check back for future claim and risk management resources from Quinley Risk Associates.